all very welcome along to Monday Force. My name's Ashton O'Reilly. I'm Brother Mangan. First night is a brand new show. You're all very welcome. We want everyone to get as interactive as possible. We have a number you can text in. Any messages at all, it's 083 165 34999. Brother, what can we expect over the next couple of weeks? Well, listen, it's going to be a sports show, chatting about all sports over the last weekend and what's coming up next weekend as well. But a few great guests coming on. We've Great Mikey Fogarty tonight. He's mm-hmm. good crack, good laugh. Uh, we get plenty out of him, and we've Rory stories coming on, and we've Mick Galway lined up, and with a bit of luck, we might get one or two of the, the Irish contingent from the the Lions squad. Hopefully, get them on if we can. Absolutely. And how did you get into all of this? Well, you nabbed me <laughs> last year for the for the Westmead hurling and football championships, uh, sort of a preview for it. So I got mm-hmm. myself into that, and then Tom Brown asked me to do Buddha talks, and we did a few episodes of that and then I got landed with you. How <laughs> did you get stuff. into it yourself? Um, oh god I'm working on it a few years now. I worked in 98FM, Dublin's 98FM. Just asked them one day would they let me go out to a few games and they said yeah go ahead just bring a mic with you. Brought a mic and just been winging it ever since so yeah you're, we keep winging it. You're good at winging in fairness. <laughs> thank you. Right so we'll start the show. We want to thank our sponsors Medell Healthcare and also Integro Telecommunication Design and Planet Network. So thanks so much to them for coming on board because without them, none of this would be possible. Would you like to introduce our first guest, Buddha? Yeah, we have uh, Cheltenham winning jockey and all-out good guy, Mikey Fogarty on board. Mikey, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks, Adam. Thanks for having me. And thanks, Ashton, for having me as well. Hopefully, uh, we'll have a bit of crack anyway. I'll be able to give you something. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself. What does... Your week look like now, obviously COVID and the likes, is it any different or what's um, it like? Yeah, the last year has been tough with obviously with everyone, but people in racing, uh, we've been very lucky. Uh, we, were, mm-hmm. we got to keep racing going. We were able to ride out every morning and, and go racing as well. Um, at the, unfortunately, about uh, four weeks ago, I broke my wrist in Fairy House off a fall uh, over fences for Willie Mullins. So um, I'm just uh, back doing a little bit of rehab the last week. Got the cast cut off there last weekend. I'm up with Andy King and Santry uh, for next week again. So um, hopefully in about two or three weeks, be back doing a little bit. Absolutely. What does a sort of week look like for you now, Mikey? Are you based with Willie or are you based all over the place? Yeah, uh, I do about four to five days with Willie and then I go home to Wexford to my brother, uh, Johnny. We have a, we have a racing yard and sort of a stud at home in Wexford. So I'm involved in two or three horses with him. So I like to be able to give a hand as well and maybe uh, someday hopefully I'll be going home as well. So. Just this week, Faheen, Duvan, Benny did you all retired. Obviously Faheen is a fan's favourite. What can you give us much information about? Uh yeah, he's definitely the more the the, the, the yard favourite in Willie's. Um everybody loves him. John Cod wrote him out for all his all his days there and uh he's just the crowd favourite. Um I rode I was lucky enough to ride Castlebon West in the race that he won his, uh, I think he's 11th grade one uh, over fences. And uh, I'll never forget the the, the reception. And uh, actually the roar turning in, it's not something I've heard in a race course before. It was kind of like of a, a Crow Park sort of a roar. Like, and we're not used to that much in racing unless it's Cheltenham. So no special horse loved by everybody in the yard and probably one of my favorite race horses as well to, to be involved around. He just was one of those horses that could nearly talk to you, great personality. And went out to the gallop every morning and just done his work. So, no, he certainly... I know Duvan was a great horse and uh, Benny Dudu were as well. And they were both fantastic horses. But your man was just... Uh, he was more of a 
a crowd pleaser and a superstar. Yeah, we have uh, Jamie Cog retired from Point to Point this week. He's going to continue on though with the in the bumpers. I I hear, but uh, providing that they'll they'll want them. I'm yeah. pretty sure you're you're related to Jamie. Yeah, Jamie's a cousin of mine. Um, look, I, I uh, him and Willie, um, Lord of Mercy and Willie, um, they were so good to me when I started out and. Uh, yeah, he's just a tough guy. He's brilliant amateur. One of the, probably one of the best, if not the best, we've ever seen. I think it's ten or eleven winners at Cheltenham Festival and missed three winners this year. I think he wasn't allowed with the rules. It was only professionals out to ride. So um, yeah, a really tough competitor, good hurling footballer as well. Um, I and um, yeah, look at he's forty years of age. He works for Tatterstalls as well, and I'm sure he'll get another year or two maybe out of it. And, he actually only got bet by Patrick Mullins in the amateur title in Punchestown Week, so no, um, he's a he's a top 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 pro. Yeah, good stuff. And you're a big GA man yourself as well, so you've been involved in Flamefair Club in football and hurling. Is it hard to balance the, the two of them? Um, it is. It is. Um, massive GA fan. Would love to be a bit better. Um, wasn't good enough. I obviously racing was. I had to go do something after leaving cert and. Uh, Racing probably paid the bills more than uh, staying at home. Was there. it a dream then, racing? Uh, yeah, probably, but still, hurling was the same. Like, um, I'm very good. Like, Limog is my Limog Godwin plays hurling at Wexford. He's my first cousin, so I would have played on teams with him. Obviously, DOP, another club man of mine. Like, I was on teams with them. They went on to do well for Wexford, mm-hmm. and uh, I I played underage, and then obviously when I got busier then with horses, I had to go and do that. Luckily, I got back to play in the last uh, the couple of years. So I wasn't as busy with racing, so I got to play a few games. Um, I really enjoyed the atmosphere and uh, um, look, at, I, I, I don't know how I'm, I'd, I'd have to make a team now this summer. So <laughs> this wrist isn't doing me any favors. Uh, so fitness won't be an issue. Though. No, I'd be, I'd be pa- pa- tapping, I'd be going around the block up in Newbridge, and I'd be, I'd be able to do the twelve k again. Put it that way. <laughs> but, uh, if I ran into Chinner now or Matt O'Hanlon now for a dirty ball, I could come out the worst side of it now. <laughs> say they could get come out with a bit of a bit of a stick. Yeah. But is that a big thing for jockeys that they actually keep fit? They you know get to the gym, or is it just some do, some don't? Uh, you'll have a few George Bests like uh, maybe uh, Paul <laughs> Carberry and the would be famous. I like and maybe yeah. a few of them uh, getting a bit better. But of the of the fit guys, I'd say Danny Mullins, Brian Hayes, Rachel Blackmore. Yeah. In fairness to Cooper. He go. He keeps himself in good old nick. Um, That's not what you were saying. About <laughs> but uh, he wouldn't mind a good time either. And uh, yeah, look, it's 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 only a sort of a new thing. They're they're kind of they stick to the horses. And I, I'm heavy, like so. I would have had to um, mind my way. It sends Keith Dunno up near you, Ashley. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, mm-hmm. he'd be running the roads around there to make 11, 11 three or four. Like he'd be naturally twelve yeah. and a half stone. Um, he's very dedicated now to, to do it but I, I love the, it's great if you're able to go back and play a bit of GA and uh, you, you're not on your own like you're enjoying running and, mm-hmm. um, but in the summertime I always put on a little bit more weight so I was able to take some bit of a tackle you mightn't think that now looking at it but um, <laughs> just the best. One, one more thing before we move off the racing and the things uh, Gordon Elliott and the, the episode with the picture and the horse and so on it was uh, my own personal opinion it was gone and went way too far it was it was a mistake it was made and it was just silly but it was blown out of all proportion what do you reckon yourself oh absolutely um i know gordon a long time and uh yeah it was one of those unfortunate incidents um, a split second phone 
just at the wrong place, wrong time, whatever, and yeah, made made way too much press, um, and it just got way too much airtime. It it hurt Gordon, I know personally himself, but like it, it like it, it hurt him, and he he's a brilliant guy, brilliant trainer. He'll come back. Obviously, it's unfortunate to lose some of the big horses, but what do you expect nowadays? Like you're scrutinizing if there's any split second decision, it's dangerous, yeah, it's dangerous now, know. and the way media are the media at the moment that. They'd rather put something bad about you than good about you, really. Mm-hmm. You know, so. it, it, I know there was no crowds at the Cheltenham Festival this year, and obviously that was a big difference compared to last year's. But it took away from the the competition, probably, between himself and Willie and Henry. Mm-hmm. Didn't it take away a bit from that as well? The Cheltenham Festival didn't seem the same this year. I know the crowds, obviously, was a part of it, but definitely the, the Gordon Elliott not being around for mm-hmm. it as well, that took away from it. It, it absolutely did. Uh, he would have been champion trainer if... Uh, yeah if the horses had stayed with him and he was allowed to run horse under his name. Um, and he's a massive character and he's good for racing. He, you know what I mean? He's not he's not going to come across like a John Gosden or a Nicky Henderson. He's from, uh, you know, um, up the road in Trim or whatever. And Somewhere he's the there. people's man, really, in ways. And that's why we connected with him and loads of us got behind him. And um, he'll be back, obviously, yeah, to your point about Cheltenham. It, looked, it was dead this year. There's no point in saying it. Um, there's nothing like the Cheltenham Roar, the atmosphere, you meeting a guy going in telling you about a horse that's getting, you know, a tip and that crack and jockeys feed off that as well. Some horses some horses feed off it as well. A couple of the races were a bit too um non contest for me, like the Supreme Novice, a few wide margin, a lot there was just a few races that were just like the gap between some of the horses were too much and uh, hopefully England I know we love beating England but it's not good for racing for no. the whole industry no. we need England uh, and Wales and Scotland like competing better and I was delighted to see Paul Nichols coming over with Candice Oboe and uh, like and the other horse that came over as well like we need that and we need that competition and that keeps the industry going but Please God, as I was asking before, Alan, we'll be back there in uh, March and we might yeah, we'll fall out of the 21 club there some night. Anyway, so. <laughs> I won't fall over, but I'll carry yeah. you out. Yeah. Uh, moving on, GA over the weekend, your own county Wexford had a good win over Leash. Uh, they seem to be moving well. It's very hard to judge at this time of the year early, but did you see much of it? Yeah, I got uh, I, I watched that game anyway because uh, I'd, be, uh, I'd get a telling off if I didn't. Uh, yeah, they were very good. Um, I I more sort of felt leash were maybe poor a little bit as well. Like you know, I'd be disappointed for the leash guys. Yeah. Cheddar's down there now, and I'm sure he's disappointed. They were a bit sloppy. The, a few balls walked in, um, but still not to take away from Wexford. Um, like brought brought in a couple of new guys, did well, and um, obviously like the bigger guns came on the second half. Um, I was very impressed with Roy O'Connor. Um, and. Obviously, Lee and uh, Matt come on as well, and uh, Lee Mo. So, um, oh, look, at I'm, I'm, uh, I'm still a bit, uh, still a little bit sour over Tip. Uh, uh semi final year before last, I thought we, we blew a good chance that day. I'm only dreaming that we might get back there because I know I'm biased, but like Wexford hurling games in the summer are they're as good as uh, as electric picnic if you ask me. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> I, I just they're brilliant days out and. I, I love Wexford hurling and the following they get is brilliant and I feel, I feel they're good for hurling. So hopefully we can contest the Leinster or not Ireland, but we shall see Limerick uh, look uh, a couple of top teams there. And having Davy down there as well, it brings that bit of excitement to the whole thing. Obviously he stayed on again this year. Do you think this could be their year that they will push on? Um, Look, 
I feel Limerick are the team. They're they're just they're very they're just a seriously strong panel as well with Tip Nelly. Um. Yeah. Like I I do think we have a chance. Um. If we keep our main players injury free, get a bit run. Like Gary's brilliant and all whatever. Like he's done very well at Wexford. He's got people, young guys back playing. He's got crowds in the gate, and I like we've had some brilliant days. Lauren the colours of the big teams. Like I remember this is only last four or five years like we were getting hockeyed by teams going in yeah. the country and uh, yeah I, I do uh, look at I, I do think we have a chance of maybe getting to an All-Ireland and I say learning from the All-Ireland semi-final year before last you know sometimes you nearly have to be there to, to, to deal with that pressure and that will bring on the lads and uh, I'm not going to be negative I, I do think we have a chance of winning the All-Ireland but certainly um, Galway, Tip and Limerick look to be the top uh Three there at the moment. Absolutely. The game yesterday between or on Saturday between Tip and Limerick. Mm, like these boys know how to they know how to play hurling. They just tear into one another. They're big men. They're well able to hurl. Even the smaller lads are well built. They're, they're just different units. These the them three teams in particular. And and in fairness, Wexford are probably slight bit behind them at the moment, but. It's, it's a good championship to look forward to because the hunger in Limerick mightn't be the same as it was last year. Well, I think it's just the, it's the grassroots, you know. We've seen it happen in Limerick. It's came from the whole way up and you see that the what's happening now with them, you know. It's actually bringing up maybe the Shane Lowry and Offaly. You see that he's going to back them now coming from next year or so. So it's brilliant to, to see that, that he's going to put his money into them and hopefully we see Offaly Ireland back where it was back in the 90s, you know big teams like that so I hope to see it because I think that's what we're seeing from Limerick now you know the JP money making a difference yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely let's be yeah. honest about it it's Lowry's doing <laughs> a JP on it in Limerick yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well in fairness he rang looking for advice so I wonder did he get a few quid off him <laughs> he did <laughs> yeah. but uh, no it's great to see someone like that backing up his own county and I'm pretty sure Wexford have a lot of lads like that that are throwing mm. like you don't you don't get success without a few quid yeah. coming it's simple as that and I know that the funding in GA doesn't go out as evenly as it should go out, but if you have certain lads in the county that are throwing a few quid into any team, it's 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 easier. Massive difference, yeah. The the, the big teams have the biggest uh, the biggest funding behind them, and I'm, I'm nearly sure I heard that uh, from the tips to the Dublin footballers yeah. to the limits. Yeah. Oh, massive. Yeah, their panels are massive. Their their backroom team and all that. They're not. They don't come for. No, you see you the don't difference. Get them for nothing. No, absolutely not. So would Wexford, you playing for Wexford, was that the dream maybe growing up or? It would have been, yeah. Like I was a little bit young for 96, but those guys still went around like legends. and uh, Still do. Yeah, still still do. Oh, famous yeah. county. For, yeah. we, we glorify hurlers down there, like Mickey Rackard and these guys, you know. It's just, it's in our DNA and uh, look, it's not a bad thing, but uh, we would have liked to have won more. Dara Ryan was my club. Uh, so when I was started growing up, he was uh, a brilliant fullback for Wexford. We won an all-star and... Um, yeah, look, it was always it, my two sports have always been the hurling and horse racing, mm-hmm. and uh, look, at they're both pretty fast and adrenaline, and you could get the odd smack too. So, um, the question sports. has to be, you have to be a little bit touched to be a, a jock. <laughs> a bit tapped. You have to be uh, <laughs> to get on a horse like let's say the Grand Nationals and run thirty five mile an hour down to the first fence with forty horses coming behind you. Fearless, yeah, fearless, <laughs> brave, mad. Stupid, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we didn't uh, want to say it. Um, yeah, I suppose. Nice. Um, 
It's probably not agreeing with me. Yeah, yeah. You are tapping. Yeah, you do. A little bit. Like obviously, some guys don't see it like that. You don't see it like that when you get confidence on them and you you um you get good at it. Um, but it is a crazy game. Like not I I don't need to tell you about the obviously the the bad day Drayson's had with a couple of guys getting serious balls to the poor lady that was tragically killed in uh, uh, England there a month ago. So it's it's a it's a tough game. Obviously, other sports have their bad days as well. You just have to just it's part and parcel of it and um you have to get on with it and we don't really we never really talk about it much really that sort of side of thing when you're in the journeys with the boys going racing or in the way room like you'd, you'd be trying to keep the thing upbeat now if a guy was going out on a bad leper and an office chase like yeah. you'd, you'd be saying happy thoughts to yourself or maybe if the ground was in the summer now of getting a bit dry and Lazarus you'd be anxiously going racing like a good song might be Put on there before you so go. So you would get anxious sometimes. Oh yeah, uh, uh, without a doubt, like lads, you know what I mean. Lads, would be afraid to say it, like, but they'd be like, right, that's what I would have thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, but they, they don't want to say it because they'd be afraid owners would think they're a bit nervous or whatever. But no, everybody gets nervous. Loads of jobs from the greatest guys, the greatest jockeys to the top, like far. Like there's always one or two extremes in every sport that just they're so numb. They don't. They wouldn't yeah. even think of it. But more, like you would be like if you're going out to ride a novice chaser there around. Blarney there tomorrow on good ground and it wasn't a good jumper you are going to be nervous because like you could get hopped off the ground so you often hear jockeys and they say well if you're nervous or you're you're anxious about this then you probably shouldn't be going out there that's what they, like that's always what i've heard but but it's nice actually hear probably the truth of it yeah yeah you know, no, that's I, probably how they feel that is no no from i i know from dealing like like i've been in the way of yeah. the best and all and you'll know by them and they might and they'd, they'd never say it publicly but you could mm. be in the sauna with them for half an hour before that and they'll go even I'm shitting myself going out riding this that they're age. human like, be, yeah, yeah be human like and a couple of guys like got a couple of hard falls and it would have ra- it would have impacted on their career mm-hmm. like and you know what I mean that they might not have the same sort of enthusiasm for in, in for it like Willie had a horse uh, JP horse and Jody McGarvey was the only one that ride him a great great field yeah. a great field yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he was a unit yeah he'd rather yeah, he's like a he's like a horse He'd rather cycle up, he'd like a, a, a bike going over a ramp. He ramped a few fences out, right? so oh, he's got a couple of falls. Straight through. <laughs> so he's not like really that enjoyable, right? But they wouldn't mind riding him because he's a grade one horse, like right? you know, he won a grade one in Punchestown. I remember yeah. riding it. Um, I take my chances on him, but he's around the magic and from more of these fa- uh, places where no one hears of. They can ramp fences too. No one watching them. Or else riding a lesser horse in a good race, like where you are go out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And yeah. Then you're gonna start making mistakes. Them are the ones where you're like, Oh Lord. Like, you're not you know, looking forward. Yeah, like that's like this is gonna be some crack now here and then I'm off the bridle halfway and I have to try to get home. Yeah. So yeah. for a bit of prize money. For a bit of prize money <laughs> or for an owner or a trainer there that wants to go again. Yeah. So well, when the trainers come in, say you've had a bad race, they come in and give you a bollock and just very few, like um and to be honest, if you did, you'd be distancing yourself from those guys. You okay, know what I mean? so it's, you, yeah. You don't want to. And I say that it's more bad on them. Like, everyone, like, you will get given out to days if mm. you made a mistake. And look, I always had my hands up. I would have got in before the trainer and everyone. I would have been like, ah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it, like, very few. And it, I'd say if the trainer did it, I'd say he's mad at himself. And if it was the case and it got around to the boys, like, you know what I mean we're a small like I know we're all competing against each other but we're very close knit like and it's a fabulous game for that like if some man you know what I mean it's they're very good at sticking together and you know they, 
you know, looking out for each other as well. Um, it wouldn't be good on the trainer because your mate is probably riding the horse next week and he's and he's going to tell his mate like here this this fella or woman said come in and get out to me here and he's like all right yeah you know yeah, yeah they're not going mm-hmm. to be giving it their all then maybe mm-hmm. for them that's amazing yeah mm-hmm. yeah no it's it's uh it's 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 a crazy sport but it's great to watch great yeah great great sport them. great you meet great people great great times and uh yeah no it is it is a brilliant game that way so. great day out Mm. Oh, anyone that doesn't go it's a great day out Easter Festival I'm very that's yeah, my, my annual that's because it's next door but yeah but that's the memories growing up the yeah. memories growing up were just something else you like riding in Um, the fences are big yeah I do but uh, I brought my wrist there over I know <laughs> so, oh, so, no, it is a bri- it it's a brilliant track it is uh, yeah. yeah and uh, it's it's a lovely the Irish Grand, Grand Ash is a great day mm-hmm. Um, so one more question Don Pauly 2014 he won the mountain pipe Legend of a horse. Anyone that's into horse racing, have you ever heard of Don Pauly? What was it like just trotting back down that chute and every eager from Ireland roaring and shouting at you, half them cussing, half them twisted? Must be some feet. Yeah, it was. It was. The boys were mad at me because the, the, it, uh, it's probably been brought up a few times to me. But uh, um, yeah, brilliant, a brilliant horse. Patrick Mullins, a good friend of mine, obviously, um, you know, would have told me a couple of weeks before and Rudy did as well. He was such a like a lazy sort of a horse at home that he got a low handicap from that, uh, just winning by a length in Clonmel, a uh, grade two, and he was probably the handicap good thing of the year that year, sort of. So um, I knew I had a chance, and um, brilliant, a brilliant day. Like it went, I remember Willie like he just said, yeah, um, yeah, look at it. I think he was, wouldn't say too much. He wouldn't tie you down with instructions. He just said, uh, whenever you need him, get him out and see what he's on, like and. Uh, he, I, I knew he'd stay. I, I actually, I, I'll never forget. Like it was, I jumped off, was flat out the whole way, going, "Oh, damn it!" There's me good chances. You can say shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, it's only when the race started to come back, he just started to fly home, and uh, it was in the bag then. But uh, brilliant, loads of uh, the amount of people that said it to me, like at the Bacton or whatever, like it's, uh, uh, from lads in Galway to everywhere. And that's when it. we weren't getting the major amount of winners. We were struggling yeah. to get half, forty percent. Yeah, no, and my brother, I told Lee Morgan, Johnny, my brother, I thought I'd, bought, I'd paid for them to fly over because I, like, obviously, I said you, you might be getting too many chances of riding a good thing in Shetland. So they came over as well. They actually led me in it instead of my brother. They were that excited. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Yeah, day. great we have day. a few questions that have came in, if you don't mind. No problem, man. Yeah. As long as we're uh, <laughs> on the both four. <laughs> <PG>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first one is if you were to pick one race that you'd love to win. What would it be? Um, Gold Cup. I think it's uh, you're riding. If you're riding, if you win the Gold Cup, I think you're riding the best horse in training, mm-hmm. and it's the it's the, the it's the big one really for me. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And um, who was your hero jockey growing up? Um, Ruby Walsh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ah, stop! You weren't <laughs> riding out with him in the morning. No, 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 to a friend the other day and he interviewed Dio Keith and he wanted to bring me to see what sort of a fellow Dio Keith was but I, uh, I had to leave advice you're telling the truth <laughs> I said he's a nicer guy than you and I <laughs> but uh, uh, Ruby Walsh um, I remember meeting him as a ch- uh, like when I was 12 or 13 going off with Jamie and Willie Cod and uh, uh, it's mad like that you know you would have been looking up to him but then you would have shared a rain room with him and became good friends with him and Willie so um, yeah he would have been the one really he was a genius yeah, genius. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah, he, he's just 
yet even now just listening to him on Game On no he's his own show now as well you're like jeez would you like to actually get into that side of things no no I, I, <laughs> not, not for you oh, thanks no I, I don't agree <laughs> I don't know one a day one time there I was filling in for someone or not but uh, no the media's not for me and I, I don't know I'd just be afraid I'd say something reckless and just mm-hmm. you know or no it's, it's some people are it's made for some people it's as not, you're live here <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but it's it's probably not for me you know um, but I enjoy a good time and you know and, uh, and I, I, I don't know whether it'll be for me long term but that's alright absolutely and what about Rachel Blackmore what she's done in the last year two years it's just been unbelievable unbelievable uh, I I lived with Rachel Patrick and Brian no way yeah uh, yeah well when I was about I'd say it's about seven years ago now seven yeah seven or eight years ago and uh, yeah I, like the house everyone in that house just went that way right and I live I, I remember like I'm very fr- I'm very close friends everyone Brian, in the house yeah yeah and I, said, <laughs> I remember like I was just all racing and, and they're deadly they're all lovely people and uh, I moved out then to Kilkenny down the road because I, I just whatever I just say that I I just said I better move out because Hayes Hayes Go, tell us the truth like you know Hayes owns the house right and right. David Mullins told me the house is built on the graveyard which is totally not true and I wasn't sleeping great I was, in, <laughs> I was, I was it's not true he at all you yeah, no no and I, I, I was in the box room right and I and I said um, alright that's the reason so I moved out into Kilkenny then with Dave Lankin a good fellow hurler from Clara and uh, but um, everyone went that way and I just Sort of, I'd say I went that way a bit sideways. So, uh, Rachel Blackmore, absolute legend. So, what did you know then? No, not at all. No, no, she what she has done is phenomenal. Uh, I like, I remember like going as an amateur to ride for Ross five points and just would have been. She was only finished college at the time, she started going out with Brian then, and um, uh, like, just I watched, I, I'm good friends with her, what would have been so proud of her, really. And yeah like we'd all have such massive respect and time for and just seeing what she just kept turning up turning up and to anybody in any sport she's her absolute role model like yeah just got like a couple of heavy falls and just kept improving kept improving as did brian brian did as well now brian hayes with a brilliant year this year and flying as well and sure patrick doesn't really need to be getting giving him a bigger but is it is it a case of with rachel that she is the most intelligent jockey. Like you've seen some of the rides now. I don't know much about wrestling. I obviously follow it and I'm big into it, but I would know the tactics and the things. But it looked like, and if you're listening, everyone like she rode the perfect race in three or four races in Cheltenham, and she stole a couple of them from the front, and she sat in behind and tell me something, girl, and mm-hmm. like is it is that the case that she thinks a little bit better than other lads um, or girls? Yeah, possibly. Um, like. You're, you're like I, I wouldn't really Cheltenham she was brilliant at Cheltenham this year and she's been brilliant for the last obviously to get to where she, she is she did a treble yesterday yeah a treble yesterday and she's out with the blocks this that year Paul Townsend's obviously injured with a broken or with whatever yeah. foot issue but um, yeah look oh, her, her tactics were brilliant in um, in Cheltenham and yeah uh, she possibly she did maybe she got a run on one or two of them but um, you still need good horses Um. Like I thought her ride on Honeysuckle was brilliant. Uh, the favourite and champion hurdle, like it's it's a little bit different when you're on favourites. Like everyone's out to beat you a little bit. Everyone's watching your move and you know, Cheltenham you're not gonna get an inch from anyone really unless you're riding for the same stable. And but 
no, absolutely, she was flawless and Cheltenham and more luck to her. Um, no, she 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 was tactically brilliant and even the, I thought the Grand National was was a savage ride as well. Like she she was brilliant on that. Like just amazing. Mooch away there and and, and that, that she was. just must be sitting at home going like, is this a dream? Yeah. Like yeah. to be so good in Cheltenham and then to throw the Grand National in top. Yeah. It, it goes I feel racing's a bit like that in other sports when when the ball is going with you you get that like it and hopefully it'll continue but I, I, I knew a couple of lads I, I even half fancied Rachel in that just the way the year was going riding sky high confidence and Henry Bowman's horse were flying like yeah she also gave the horse in the gold cup a brilliant ride a plus hard you know to finish it I know the win, it didn't win but I thought she gave that a brilliant ride like to just you know took her time and um but when the thing is going with you, you run with it because you'll be long enough for someday within a... Well, that's uh, actually a great point because if you look at, it, say, club championships, for instance, maybe not so much inter-county, but if you get onto a roll of winning matches in with the club, yeah, absolutely. you sort of end up going into the next match and you win and you go into the next match and you'll be winning three or four matches you shouldn't win, yeah. but you yeah. just scrape across the line, scrape across the line and you look as though it's like, yeah. you have to have a lot of momentum. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Yeah. And so you're back with your club, which is obviously not at the minute because of. No, they're starting yeah. back tomorrow night. Uh, so I'll, uh, I'll maybe another two. Uh, like I'll, I might call down and just whatever, but I do, I do a little bit. But mm-hmm. uh, I'll see. I, I don't know whether I, I, I struggle to make the. I, the manager said I'm struggling to make it the first twenty eight at the moment. So we'll, we'll have to he see. He told you that already. Ah, well, I know. Him. I know him well now. I, I, I hope it's not the case. But I saw. I told him I'm. I'm delighted. Oh, I said a bit of competition is no harm, so um, yeah. hopefully I, I, I'll, I'll get a bit of uh, the hurl back going with the wrist in another couple of weeks, yeah. and uh, I need to get a better first touch and stuff, and uh, maybe uh, see how that goes, so I'm looking forward to it. And any football anymore? Yeah, we won the intermediate, uh, we went down, uh, Matty Ford put us down one night in a relegation final the year before last, and we went straight back up then um, last year, so play, I played a bit of senior football as well. Um, mm. Tough game though, you like uh, up and down the field, just uh, yeah. dogging and pulling out each other, and uh, yeah, you can't, you yeah, can't kick a football. It's a great game, games. and uh, I like, but it's just I prefer hurling, but uh, I do play and uh, I do my best. <laughs> <that way>. yeah. <laughs> Your brother was Andy. I played against him a good few times. David, yeah, David, uh, mid- midfield wing forward for Wexford in the the golden era of Wexford football when Matty Ford was just pinging points over the bar. PJ. PJ Lamville yeah. Yeah, and uh, Kieran Ling, Red Barry, David Murphy, good team. Uh, yeah, we were lucky to get across them. Yeah, it was on four. We scraped across them. I just scored a couple of goals at the end to make it look better than it was. Let me get it. Yeah, that was a great run. Yeah, Wexford had. So yeah, yeah, maybe you might get Matty Ford on some night or something and tell you. Oh, might tell us a few stories about you. Yeah. Well, he was a good man on the beer himself. He got married <laughs> last year, so he's probably all quite now. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Yeah, right, well, we have a bit say. of a game. Will we? Do our game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, right, take it away, will it? Here it is. We, we're, we're sort of do, we're having a bit of competition with mm-hmm. and Ash every week, so I'll see if any prizes. Is there any prizes to this game? No. No, no. Oh, we'll make one up. We'll, we'll have to make one up. We'll I'll we'll have a think here. Yeah, well, she'll well. have a think. Hopefully, a good yeah. prize from yeah. Ashley. <laughs> 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 I'm honest. <laughs> we'll, uh, we're just going. So, we're giving you a question, yeah. and we want you to give three answers, and if we get the answers right, it's it's a one point for me, a one point for her, and we'll oh, see, so, see oh, what it is at the end of the season. Right, so I'm picking my one that I think he's in. Yeah, well, you surely haven't picked already. You can't I, pick I, after he picks. Right, all right, all right. Um, I, like I have mine written down, so we won't, uh, you can't go against me. Yo, you trained three hearses in the Gold Cup, and you had three choices. You had to get three jockeys to ride them. We're going to give you four jockeys, 
And you have to tell us which three you'd pick. So the four jockeys are... Ruby Walsh, Barry Garrity, A.P. McCoy, and Davey Russell. So you're only allowed to pick three. And we have written down here what Ruby we... Walsh, Barry Garrity, and Davey Russell. Oh. In that order. Why? Because they're the best. Yeah. Barry Garrity now is uh, some like he's been doing this as well, and so are Russell, so... Yeah. What about AP? What's the... Uh, brilliant, but... Uh, Are you know. answering this now, Mikey? No, because you don't really know Tony McCoy as well as you know <laughs> the other three. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. Like, their records would be probably better than McCoy, I'd say. But here, McCoy was brilliant and a brilliant jockey as well, but um, Ireland is a bit different to England when it comes to jockeys and race and everything. Mm-hmm. So how could you do that? Like, Did you pick that right? No. I said Barry, and I I feel bad for saying Barry, but... So did I. <laughs> Barry Gary. Yeah, he's... No, he's I wouldn't. I know, I wouldn't Ruby, put him like down. The same. Yeah. I was just thinking of... I was of, thinking of you, though. I what? was thinking of Gold Cup, fences, the other three have a great record over fences. Barry probably has a better record over hurdles than fences. Maybe I'm wrong. No, but that's what I was thinking. Gold Cup, three Queen Mothers or four. Yeah, well, like sure. I, I'm just thinking. I'm giving you the answer. If you went into the player, like the GPA awards, if you went to your whatever and asked the jockeys who did who they think the best is, I'd say they'd say uh, Ruby Garrity and Harry Russell. McCoy, bit harsh and McCoy there, but like you have to pick someone. Yeah, but <laughs> so, I, I I do have the two lads though. They are the greatest we've seen. Yeah. Barry Garrity and Barry Garrity and Ruby Walsh. Like there's an there's an. They're your top two then. Oh, and I can't, uh, I even hard to split them. But they they're, are, they're, they're, yeah, they're my top two, absolutely. But they're the four best jockeys of all time. That's why I picked the four of them for this question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are the four best in my eyes of all time. Well, the two, the two of them have the best record in Tottenham. Barry, Barry Garrity and Ruby Walsh. They've rode favourites over there and given them the ballsy rides, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like their record over there is on. Yeah, like and they're the two most leading riders over there, and. Me as a young jockey going into a weigh room and riding against them, I just seen stuff that they could do. They could make horses talk. They could just this savage confidence. Like Barry Gurdy, the film star, regards confidence. Like he would just come in and just go, wasn't good enough, like and just go out and just wouldn't affect them at all. Yeah. Whereas Ruby was a little bit more personable. Like you'd not like you'd under he he nearly tell you, oh, I I messed up himself. The other lad, Gurdy, was just brilliant. Like. I admired him so much because his confidence never wavered and he had a couple of lean years where he didn't have the biggest rides yet he'd pull winners out of the likes of Big Zeb and Queen Mothers or I can't off the top of my head like Punjabi and Champion Hurdles yeah. and um, like I just I, they, they were they were it for me like they were the PJ Reeds or the whatever you want to yeah. yeah he um, did write a lot of winners where AP had the first choice and he came on in and the second choice yeah. what was the horse he won the Champion Jeski Jetski and Jessica stuff like that. Yeah, but um, no. They, when you say they can make horses talk, do you think that's a thing? Actually, like where people actually have this special relationship with certain horses. Yeah, absolutely. Davy yeah. Russell would be brilliant horse. Like, could he get in such a rhythm with a horse? Like mm-hmm. he, he, like Tiger Roll is a small horse, and what he did on that horse around the Grand National twice is unbelievable. Like other guys wouldn't got that horse around. He'd have such a mental um like a bottle like to say this horse isn't going to fall like yeah like, and he just he schooled that a horse around for three miles like and just didn't did the horse didn't even know he was in a race and then produced him at a magnificent time like as well like he but not only that he do that around tipperary or curlis on a mare rated 85 mm-hmm. like and would just 
just landing there at the back of the last. Like, yeah, just brilliant contact, brilliant rhythm. Like they're both, they're both horse and jockey yeah, on the same yeah. rhythm. Like the yeah. last thing you want to do is un- make a horse uncomfortable or make him think that you're not with me. That's where mistakes happen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just moving on, line squad was announced this week. It was yeah. We got the lowest number of of uh, lads in the squad since two thousand and one, which is outrageous seeing that we can we can come third in the in the championship and could easily and only lost to Wales by a point after getting a man sent off. But we'd Robbie Henshaw, Tyg Byrne, Tyg Furlong, Andrew Porter, uh Connor Murray and Ian Henderson. A major, major discussion. Were you shocked by it? Yeah. Well like the six all should be on it, but there should be there should be another three minimum of Irish players. Like how in the name of God did the English get as many players as they did and they were a disgrace in the Six Nations? Oh my God. <laughs> like, Johnny Sexton, you want someone, even if you want to bring him off the bench, like he was one of the main reasons that they drew the last series against the All Blacks. He's sitting at home looking at it. Is he on form though? Like, okay. Well, he is injury prone, let's be fair mm-hmm. about it, but like if you want someone that's going to have the like as you were saying you have to have confidence like yeah. Davy Russell yeah. gets a horse to that fence and make sure he did like Johnny Sexton will get a team to a certain point and he'll push them over the edge you know mm-hmm. like that's what you want like and then you have like James Ryan I know he's been out injured for a long time to be second row but he wasn't that and neither was Gary Ringrose like yeah. it seems astonishing where the three of them if you look at all the stars that are picking all the ex-players that were picking their teams and the three of them were in most teams and then Warren Gatlin goes and doesn't pick them. <laughs> and Mikey would rugby, do you think he would be? Yeah, um, my two first cousins played, played rugby professionally. John Fogarty, done a, he's, he's a, he's a, I think he, he's the scrum coach or the, for uh, Ireland, actually. Uh, he done the same with Leinster, he retired with concussion. And Dennis done this, done with Monster and then went to France. So, yeah, dad, my dad is originally from Cashel and uh, was all rugby. So I played rugby till I was about 12. Jeez. And, uh, yeah, loved it. Um, loved the sport and I like watching it on telly but went to one or two of the games and I said no just compared to a hurling match like I couldn't get over it no I couldn't you. get over the ball being kicked down the touch and they walked down and they have a discussion and so that's it's not fast enough not fast enough for me but a brilliant sport and I admired them all. I remember seeing Johnny Sexton in the Santry Sports Clinic and I never I just couldn't get over how big he was compared I don't know when you have a picture yeah. of something he was in his bare feet doing a few exercises and uh, I just went well, he, he is a specimen. So, yeah. um, and he's small compared to yeah, a lot of small, small compared like, to But I still say 6'2", I'd say yeah, big, he's big, big enough. With like Robbie Henshaw's from McLaurin would have played underage football with me. Like, he mm. is, he's a serious talent. Like, oh, absolutely. He's just an animal. Like, yeah. These boys are... You admire him and, they, ah, yeah. and they get looked after very well as well. So, but then Ty Furlong is a Wexford man. Yeah, you, you that's kind of get looked <laughs> you, you get looked after with a car and a house and, and a few quid and, and maybe if you walk into a nightclub as well I'd say you get looked after with a I'd say you've been looked after a few nightclubs yourself it's not like that for a jockey <laughs> no it's the worst game of all time for that oh no. god you, would you stop no. I'd say in 2014 you were in the 21 club to <laughs> 7 in the morning falling out with you were oh. well looked after I'd say I think we finished up no we flew back and finished up in Dublin at about 4 or 5 and I had to go to Limerick the next day Right. Yeah. Ah, I, I don't think I didn't have a winner or not. <laughs> <laughs> would that be a thing you would go out maybe the night before and stuff? Is this years ago or would you do it now? Uh, you want, uh, look, um, you, 
you, you, you, you depends where you are and what you're doing, but you wouldn't really like to do it. But we have done it. Yeah, I get you. If there's one game you might get away with, it could be this game. <laughs> <laughs> and some lads might need a couple of drinks before they ride the horse, and they might be looking forward to riding. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! One of them horses you were men earlier. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, we have a few more questions before we wrap it up. So, any advice to to young lads or girls getting into racing? Um, I would say, uh, yeah, don't try too hard. Yeah, let it let like you know you can try. It's not one of these. It's a little bit different than being a rugby player or a soccer player, or whatever. Like, obviously, try very hard, get out of the bed every morning, and just have the right attitude. But on the horse, and don't be too hard on yourself. Don't try make things happen like it, like too much don't and force it yeah don't force it and um, yeah that, that'd be the only thing but obviously the rest of it like don't burn bridges with anyone and uh, mm-hmm. just if someone has a pop at you just take a deep breath and just say you know isn't, take it on the chin isn't David Russell a prime example of that with yeah. Jiggenstown where he got sacked yeah. obviously for mm-hmm. one for the want of a better word but then to go and win two grand nationals on Mm. Jiggenstown horses, you know, and horses, you should yeah. say. And, and really wanted, like, I, I can only tell you from my own story, like, you know, like, the Rachel Blackmore's to, to those, like, she just wanted it, wanted yeah. it so bad, and, like, and it, it paid, it worked out for her, like, and she wanted it more than others, and stayed at it, and whatever, and even a couple of other, Sean Flanagan is another great example, the guy was nearly finished three or four years ago, he, he, he didn't ride for a year, but, like, just came back and was hungry and stayed at it. And um, I, I think maybe there was maybe a couple of years um I tried to like tr- try too hard on horses and it was actually to my detriment. You know what I mean? I was just why? How did you try too hard? Uh, just hitting the front too soon and just bad horses maybe trying to make them run better than the war. Do you Doing know a Harry Skelton in it. Yeah, maybe a little bit like that, and you you end up putting horses on the ground that way. Right. So like, look, that'd be my opinion on it. But get yourself out there and get going and surround yourself with good people and. See how you get on. Absolutely. The next one is your ideal night out. Um, <laughs> be careful now. Um, Have a minute for me. I, I've been very lucky. Like, look, I, I probably did party a little bit too hard. And it probably didn't help me. But I, I, I knew in one way, I kind of, like racing is triumph, like it's all year round. And, but I still, had a, I always kept a bunch of friends. Like I always had my friends from Wexford and whatever. And a couple of my mates from school lived in Dublin. So um, ideal night, um, some great characters, Kieran Stokes. Uh, I have to give David Mullen, Brian Cooper, a mention to Lee Mogg, uh, to Chinner, to a few of those guys. Uh, I, I've had a right few nights uh, in. Um, but obviously, I have to give Cotton a mention. Cop, we finished up in, Co- uh, in Coppers and Brian's Flannery's, the usual spots there. And uh, well, in yeah. terms of of sport and stuff like that, do you think the crack is nearly gone? Especially intercounty now. I'm only going from the intercounty. Crack is nearly gone over. Like. I see I'm involved with Westmead Hurlers this year, like they finished the match the other day, regardless whether the pubs were open or not, and no matter what happened as a result, when we were playing, we went out and we had a great night. Regardless mm-hmm. of what happened. Win, lose or draw. But now these lads just go home and foam roll and drink yeah. protein shakes. Would you want them going out? You're you're involved with them. Well well listen, I'm <laughs> saying that you'd want them going out and absolutely drinking the hours out of it, but you'd want them to go out and have a great yeah, yeah, and enjoy well. yourself mm-hmm. and that's my own opinion. I know I agree with you, but I do. I do. Uh, the GA has gone overboard that way, and it's it, it, it. I feel it's starting to come back around a little bit. You, you've kind of it's gone so competitive that you won't make a team if you're not looking after yourself. But 
yeah. I have to say now the Wexford guys were a good crack. I, they're <laughs> probably they were an early famous for it. Uh, we had a right few nights. Uh, I went to Vita with them all um, about yeah. three, two years ago, two or four years ago. You were on the county panel about him again. Ah, stop. Or were you on the county panel over there? <laughs> like obviously, when you have a couple of friends on, it might. But not Davy was not. No, but we we had a good old crack there. Done three or four days on it. <laughs> good stuff. DJ Mooney came with us. So. Go on, <laughs> tell us. Go on. I'd, I'd be kind of gigging. After naming the boys, I'd get in trouble for not giving them a mention for a couple of big nights out with me and DJ in Dublin as well. So it was. It was uh, any stories in any of these? Paddy John Fours, he's called. Paddy the boys at home and all the crack. <laughs> um, and then the last question for you to come in is your best boring memory today. My own personal best. Yeah. Uh, it could be in one of each, one, one of yourself and one non racing related. But uh, what do your first one and then? Because you never know. It could be. Uh, I have a couple. Um, I landed a gamble up the north one day with my brother uh, and a couple of friends of mine uh, that owned the horse and we made a right few quid. Uh, tornado watching down Patrick. That was a good day. Um, we got a holiday out of it and we had a right party in Dublin. <laughs> and. Um, yeah, Paul Byrne is the that fame is the shunter, oh, yeah. and it was involved in the story you can imagine. And uh, but Cheltenham obviously probably one of the highlights. And um, yeah, great day. And then I know we lost the county final, but I really enjoyed playing in the Wexford Park with about seven or eight thousand people, and we were beaten in the senior hurling final by the Martins. So I I enjoyed it. I, I look at I, it was a, it was a great day to be playing, and and I obviously when I hadn't played down for years. It was nice to get back and yeah. play, play at that bit of a level. So I'd have to give those two a mention. What about yourself, Ash? Sporting memory? Oh, jeez. Here now. Um, Didn't expect this one, No. Did you? Uh, God. We won the All-Ireland 2018 with the club. That's probably the, the biggest one for me. I think going out with your club and actually we never thought we'd ever win an All-Ireland. Never even thought we'd win a Leinster. But that year, we had the Leinster and the All-Ireland. So I think that's my, my top one now. What about you, buddy? Ah, uh, listen, we won the Leinster in two thousand four. It's <laughs> like, and but then we same year we won the senior hurling championship with my club in two thousand four. A couple of months later, so that was a great time. It's it means more with the club. Do you find that or? Yeah, although I knocked some crack out of winning with us, maybe I'm not gonna lie. We we were great laugh. We went to South Africa on a trip and oh nice, party party went yeah. Great man, what a character! Unbelievable. I heard some great stories. Yeah. No, he was he was an absolute legend. Yeah. And in fairness, now I have to say we we went down to his funeral that time, and yeah. the, his wife and and children looked after us up in shock and put us up in a hotel and mm-hmm. came down the next morning to pay, and we didn't have to put our hands in our pockets. I don't know who paid for it, but someone paid for it anyway. But they, no, they're a great family and they're great crack and great laugh. And Paddy was was a special character. Mm-hmm. Was all the stories true that he used to come down in a helicopter and all this? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. He used to, he used to well, arrive to train or something. He used to arrive, not occasionally arrive in a helicopter, but he'd always fly from. <laughs> He's the man that was the loaf of bread in the video now, you know that? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, 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 I was, I was. But uh, listen. Yeah, yeah, that was me. You were thrown out like a loaf of bread. I was, I was about four stone lighter than I am now. And no, I was easily thrown around the place back then. But no, we would, uh, which is we'd some crack. And but then it was club topped it off with the club. The club's great. So, you know, you're all your friends growing up, and yeah, you do something special with them. It's always a good time. Yeah. yeah. Have you been to their party or shake your 
No, no, but we, we must we, go. We, like we went last year. Oh my god, the crack is unbelievable. It's on every February down there. Let all teams come from everywhere, and it's just three days of just mayhem. Literally, yeah. you should need to get down there. No, no, it's good crack, and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, looking forward to getting the bag down there now when this COVID oh, goes yeah. away. Oh, badly, badly there. Badly needed, no, yeah. a good three-day <laughs> festival or session or the yes. game. Uh, Rory McIlroy, before we finish up, Rory McIlroy won first time win since in eighteen months. You you said you ran into him once or twice. He's a good character. Yeah, yeah. We were out in Dublin, and he was across the road. A friend of mine was just in that in, was with him, and uh, I just look at he was into he was sitting this way, and I he was hardly introduced. Hi, Rory. And I was I was in Rory McIlroy, but a, a lovely guy. Yeah, I had to say you now for a world. World famous sort of class mm-hmm. guy, yeah, really nice guy, and yeah, he, yeah, he's nice to bump when you say hi, I suppose, yeah. It's his first proper win since what 2019. We get a lot of stick the last few years as well. It's nice to actually yeah. see that type of story, you know, that it isn't all yeah, over after have a few bad years. I was watching it, and his the interaction with the caddy when he took the shot at the end, and it was yeah. and it was in near enough to war, and the caddy was just stood in mm-hmm. and said, "Hold on a second now." You have a two shot lead. Let's take take this one on the chin, take a drop and like I don't think if he tried to hit it from where it was, I'm not too sure whether he would have got it out. Mm-hmm. Caddy stepped in, he's been getting a bit of grief over the last number of months or, or years, I suppose. And uh, it was great to see the interaction between the two of them and it's great to see someone like Rory listening to, to Yeah, the, how important the caddy yeah. is to him. He actually had said about he had a bad neck injury. I don't know if you heard that. And he said he like turned to the caddy and he like got a creak in his neck and he said he couldn't move his neck. It just like got <laughs> stiffened up on him. So he said his tee off time was Thursday afternoon. He said if it was Thursday morning, he said he wouldn't have been able to. He said he wouldn't have been able to go out, but he was able to go get treatment that Thursday morning in order to get him out then for the afternoon. But he said it's just unreal what can happen, you know, on the day. An element of and nobody sport, knows anything about it. And yeah, yeah. You no, know, he did well. Unbelievable. We have to thank our sponsors again, Medell Healthcare. Um, and just thank everybody for tuning in. We're going to be here every Monday at 8 p.m. Anything else to say, Buddha? No, thanks very much, Mikey. It's uh, great to have you back on board. We we A little story, actually. We had Mikey down for um, a Cheltenham preview night, yeah. and Danny Mullins was with him. I listened in. And uh, Danny proceeded <laughs> to tell us the foreign porter had no chance in the in the stairs hurdle no he'd no chance he put him too far to the left and then poor old John John, John, Moore. John and Moore got injured and Danny ended up riding him to win the race so he told the whole lot of us not to back him so, and so then that he just goes, shows you what jockeys know so don't listen to anything I said tonight <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a clue no, no thanks for coming up Mikey it's great to have someone of your calibre on board Absolutely. and you never know we might get you up again for another um, chat I'd be a better lad I'd only get in and say you'll be alright <laughs> And a huge thank you as well to Integro Telecommunications Design and Planning. And thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you again Monday at 8 p.m. Thanks, guys. See you soon.